And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. Chapulé. I'm gonna exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying Wee! though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. I'd say it's the biggest fight of the year. They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life. This is Jay Hen, and right now you're listening to All Wax the Podcast, and I got a very special guest in the building. Is it is it Chris Gulan? I'm trying to pronounce Gulan, it right. Yeah. Yep. So Chris is a comedian from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, he's the guy that I was been telling you guys about that was super duper friendly and welcomed me with open arms. Man, how you been? All good. And uh, so I had to get you on because there's several things that I want to talk to you about. Um, with, with some of my obstacles and some of my hurdles that I've been trying to deal with as a right. uh, as an early comic. You're from, from New York. I want to talk to you about some New York things. And uh, at the mm-hmm. very end of the episode, I want to play a quick game with you, all right? Okay. So first things first, like what got you into comedy? Um, I've, shit, I've been doing – originally it was just to make people laugh, and I did it – I don't know if you, you heard my – joke from uh 18 years ago that i did uh the one-liner after 9-11 yeah okay so i that's that's when i wanted to do it but i had such a terrible experience that it took me 18 years to get back on stage so you started 18 years ago you put a 18 18 year pause and then when you moved back to san antonio you jumped back into it yeah so I, i i always lived in new york and then i joined the military and then uh, traveling around, and but uh, something or uh, one thing or another always had me stop and not really pursue it because of that experience. Right. It was so bad. I didn't want to experience the the booing again. So I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. But after uh, I went to Afghanistan, um, when I got back, I was like, fuck it. We we started writing. My friend and I and. Um, when we met up again here in San Antonio, we went to the first open mic we could. Now, now, so your first experience with comedy, it was actually in New York? Right. It was uh, on stage. At, it was like a local my, at my college in 2001. Because and, you, um, you hear like several several people say like the New York comedy scene is one of the biggest comedy scenes in the United States compared to like Los Angeles. At that age and, and at that time, was was it a big deal to, to do that or? It was, um, but nine eleven had just happened, so um, things were were sketchy. They were right. a little weird. No, no one knew what to, what was funny, what wasn't. It right, wasn't the time sure. to be laughing. So, but you got so many things that go on in your life, you know, all you can do is laugh at them. 
hundred percent. Yeah, no, uh, normally mm-hmm. makes makes the situations a lot better. Now, now, now that you're back in San Antonio, you decided to get back on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, a year ago. Okay, so you've been doing it actively for a year, and how, how many shows? So, like, I'm trying to get to know you a little bit better myself. How many how many right. times do you do it per week? Um, I have a family, so I got a six month old, right. or actually seven month old now, and a nine year old. So I can only go two during the week, and maybe one on the weekend. So, okay, so I try to pretty flexible with you, right? Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and. Uh, and, and it takes a flexible, right? It takes a flexible family if you want to do this. Yeah, it's no joke, man. To for me to tell my wife that I'll be out until ten or eleven at a at a club, right? Uh, what, it's not easy. Where do you go other than jokesters? Because of course I've seen you at the uh, the smokes, and then I've seen you at the smokehouse, right? And I've seen you at um, so the, for the open mics, I hit up um, jokesters um, on Mondays. There's a couple here in Cipolo and Shirts. Okay. The Bar House and, uh, I forget what the other one's called. Um, Old Mill House or Old, I forget what it's called, but Old Main Ice House, that's it. And um, I hit those on Monday. And then Tuesdays is LOL. I, I can't go to LOL because of, I don't know if you've been there yet. I actually have, I have as a, as a, uh, like a, what do you call it? Like a, Customer, fan, you know. Right. I, so, I uh, one there. LOL has a open mic that's random. So they give you a card, and based on the card, like a, on a, from a deck of cards, right. you don't know what number you're going to go up. Okay. Sign up is at 7. Damn. Yeah. So it could so be I a complete to... waste of time depending on where you land. Right. If you but, can't be out till midnight, basically. Yeah. So I have a hard time doing that one. Because I can't be out till midnight. I gotta be at work at seven the next day. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so, so jokesters, I've I've gone to jokesters. Let, let's break down some of my experiences, and I I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. Do you like the like the politics of it? Because I, I know you're a little bit more uh, seasoned than I am. Like. Yeah. Like if if you get there at seven, do you feel like people can get there eight eight thirty nine o'clock and just be able to jump in line and just sign in whatever the fuck they want to? They they shouldn't, but it's the the belly of the beast here. Right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta eat that. Because it was so damn frustrating for me because I'm like, man, like like you said about having a job and and I'm like, man, I, I've asked my my supervisor to get out 30 minutes early. I dart home, I change, I dart all the way over there at seven, and next thing you know, I think I think there was like five six people ahead of me and. And I go sign up, and I'm I'm thinking I'm going to be number five, number six, and I'm number seventeen, yep. and I'm like, what no, no. the fuck, man? And, and the way that they've been doing it, um, you don't really know. You could be number seven, number eight, but I, I was number nine a couple weeks ago, and I saw twelve, thirteen, fourteen go before me. Yep, yep, I've seen that too. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure, for sure. I, I don't know too. what the purpose of signing up is. Yeah, no, I I know, and um, you know, and again, I think when when maybe when you're at the uh, the point of you know, being having a uh, a name, you know that that you can do that because yeah, I know this, it's normally the same couple comedians get that that luxury of doing that. So you know, it is what it is, and maybe one day uh, I'll be able to slide my name in there conveniently at yep. eight thirty, and it'll be worth it. Yep. So just gotta get your face out there. Right. So coming from New York, you're also a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, correct? Yep. Yep. How did that How did that transpire? 
Um, growing up, I was a big fan of the uh, Aikman and Emma Smith and Irving, Irving and his uh, crack era ways. Yeah, and uh, they were winning. Uh, honestly, that, that jumped off the bandwagon. That's what it was. This was what the nineties. Right, yeah, 93, 94, yeah. I believe, or 94, 95. Yeah, but, uh, but now my cousins in New York, they tell me um, the Cowboys haven't won a championship Bowl, since right. the HD era. Right. So, I don't know, I get a lot of shit for it. I was I was just glad they won against the Giants this Sunday, so or last Sunday. That's kind of the same boat I am in. Um, and yeah. I've, I've, told this, I've told this story on the podcast before, but... Um, when it was 93, 94, 95, I'm, I'm 8, 9, 10 years old, so like I'm yeah, just exactly. getting really exposed to sports. And yep. my grandparents are from Houston, so the Rockets won the championship in 94, 95. The Cowboys won, I think, in 93, 94. So I, I'm looking around, and I'm like, okay, yeah, the Rockets are good. They're winning the championships. My grandparents live in Houston. They have nothing but, you know, Rockets support, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I jump I, – I'm, I'm a Rockets fan, uh, Cowboys fan, and it gets yep. me in so much heat here in San Antonio for not being a Spurs fan. But it is what it is. Yeah, I'm a Spurs fan too. Let me ask you a question because I've been in hot water about uh, being called a bandwagon fan, right? Right. For, for, for uh, being a Spurs fan. So my, my thing is this. If, I, if I'm in San Antonio, I, I live in San Antonio, if they go to the championship, am I not allowed to buy a championship shirt, a championship hat? I'm a resident. It's not my number one team, but I, I don't hate them. Nope. Can't wear the hat? No way. You kidding me? Let me ask my wife this. If, if you cheer for... My friend is a Houston Rockets fan. But he lives in San Antonio. If San Antonio wins the championship, is he allowed to wear the championship hat? As a, as as living in San Antonio. Oh. You don't see why not? Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. I don't agree with it. <laughs> Listen, because like you're not a spur hater, and like and like you you like them, you support them. They're not your team. They're not your number one team. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm not gonna go ahead and hate them. It's a cool. Or what, like, or like, this is another argument that I've had. Like, I, I, I this is a couple years ago, and people still hang me fucking to dead for this. But like, I owned a Red Sox hat before, and and I don't like the Red Sox. I couldn't name one player on the Red Sox. I liked the hat. It was a navy blue hat. It had a cool fucking logo on it. I, I thought it would go cool with some some outfits. I buy the Red Sox hat for for fashion only, and I got slayed for that. Is that justified? No, uh, it is. Yes, uh, Mandy. As a Yankees fan, would you wear a Red Sox hat? But uh, those, those are rivals, though. Those are rivals. But well, yeah. we're, we're we're Yankees fans. But are so, you? You're I, not I've able seen, to wear any other sports teams for listen, for fashion I, purposes. I grew up around the Mets. The Mets stadium was probably like 10, 10 streets over from where I lived, and I was a Yankees fan, diehard. I wear a Yankee. I wear a Mets hat to sweat in and get dirty. That, that's that's the rules, huh? That's it. I know a couple of people are gonna love you for this because they've been. I will never wear this. anything. I, I I went and bought a Cowboys hat. I'll never buy another team. Okay. Can't do it. Well, 
they make colors for the outfits you need and the team you want. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I think uh, that was a one-time thing. I heard some, I heard some backlash with it. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that no more because I, I wasn't even a fan. Like I said, I'm, I'm not even a Red Sox fan. I just bought it just to buy it because I, I liked it. And boy, did I hear about it! So, and but, I, I've actually been to Fenway Park, you're and still, I couldn't even cheer for him. Well, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, I mean, so you go like, let's just say, uh, one of my friends went to Chicago not too long ago. She's not a bear fan at all, but she bought a bear shirt for the event. Just ah, because. that's just survival. Okay. She didn't want to get killed. Right. That's different. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Okay, that's but like uh, going to Oakland and wearing anything other than a Raiders shirt. Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just pulse checking, get checking, checking what what's doable. So yeah, I, I mean, would still wear neutral colors. Though. I would never wear the other team. Okay, okay. So just wear a white tee if worst case scenario. Yep, that's it. And now, now uh, you keeping up with football? How, how you feel about the Eli Manning getting benched? Is it is it finally he's benched? Or do you feel like it's not justified yet? No, oh, man, that dude should have retired a long time ago. Okay, because either you love uh, Eli or you hate Eli. No, I I, I could care less. Huh. I, as long as it doesn't affect the Cowboys, I don't care. Okay, what do you, now, how do you the, feel about the Cowboys this year? Oh, I love them. Don't you see like a a, a different Dak? I feel like he, it's a completely different player in my eyes. Yeah, it's a contract year. You think that's what it is? Hell yeah, man! He's trying to get paid. Like he's slinging the ball. His leadership yeah. skills there. Like he he's letting it loose, man. I'm I'm very uh very happy with what I see with Dak. And my favorite part of the year is the Marcus Lawrence telling that yeah. cop, that Giants kid. No way. So let's talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's on the that's on the same lines of what we were talking about. Yep. You're okay with that. Your your son yep. your son's a cowboy 100%. fan. If uh, Saquon Barkley comes around and he wants his autograph, and Saquon tells first him first of no, all, I would never ask for his autograph. No, I'm t- I said your son. Nope, we would never do it. He would never do it as a nine year old. Nope, nope. <laughs> he is a Cowboys fan through and oh, through. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, so so he knows better. He sees somebody in yep. a giant. That kid uniform. deserved it. That's how I see it. That's if crazy. you're a Giants fan, you can't be wearing a Barkley jersey getting Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. Autograph, get out of here. Okay. But like, okay, so so this is this is good because you've never heard none of these stories. I was at the uh, San Antonio Zoo about eight nine years ago, and I see Tim Duncan there with his kids, and my nephew, he's he's a he was a big Spur fan, and he said he said Uncle John, he said, can we see if uh Tim Duncan will take a picture with me? And I said, go ask him. And so my my nephew, I think was. Seven at the time, seven eight at the time. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan tells him, "No, I'm with my family." When you're a big public figure, when you're a big public figure like this, and, Wait, and people let's ask my wife this again. Listen to this, Mandy. My friend's nephew saw Tim Duncan at the zoo, and Tim Duncan denied him an autograph because he was with his family. He's nine. How would you feel if Aiden got denied? You you're okay with it? Oh my god! I'm on the fence. I I see both sides. I see both sides. He sees both sides. I listen. If you're at the time, at the time I was like pissed off because it was my nephew. But after a couple people talked to me, I uh, all right. I see both sides. But listen. Hey, you're a superstar out in public. That comes with the territory. My mom still to this day holds a grudge with uh, Tim Duncan because of it. 
Tim Duncan was such a superstar, he could have shut the zoo down. I agree. That's how I, that's how I felt at first. I'm like, you know, if, if, if you don't want to take pictures or take sign people's autographs, then don't show up. Like, you at the San Antonio Zoo. Yeah. I, I, Tony Parker had, like, yearly passes, and no one even saw him there. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm 50-50. I understand that, like, like you said, though, he could he could have went at a different time. I, I see, you know, and then people's counter argument is he shouldn't have to, but it is what it is. But yeah, I, I, I was on the fence about it. He's gonna stand out wherever he goes. Yeah, no, I was on the fence about it. So, nah, that's a jerk move. I thought so too. So now talking about uh, jumping right back into comedy. Is, is there like a you just first things first? Congratulations, by the way, right? Like, um, you just got paid for your first show, right? Right. Um, How was that experience? The, it was cool. Uh, it was kind of weird getting paid for something that I would pay to do. Because I don't know, if you, you don't know this, but in New York, you actually pay for open mics. Oh no way! Yeah, they charge you to to get on the list. Charge you? Yeah. Wow. So if you want to get on the list, you have to pay five bucks. Just, just. And then you wait. Wow, I didn't, I didn't even heard of that. Yeah. Wow, no, I didn't know that. So this is this is a little bit better for you, huh? Yeah, for sure. And now we're starting to get more mics throughout the city, which is pretty cool. And I live in New Braunfels, so I can travel to San Marcos. They have some open mics too. Huh. Okay. Okay. And like uh, we were talking about it after your show last Saturday, mm-hmm. and. No one wants to go after somebody that just completely murders, right? That dude, that dude killed. There's a guy from Houston that just murdered. That had the whole room going. Yeah, out. it was a laugh like every 15 seconds. Oh my! And he was up there like 10, 15 minutes. So you sent me that YouTube video. You, I, to me, that almost seems unrealistic i know that's the goal but like every yeah. 15 seconds having the crowd just going crazy is that something yeah. that you think of every time you're on stage and right now i'm just thinking of jokes just to get up there right but um eventually so what i do is i record every open mic whether it's audio or video okay and then i review it to see which joke got the funniest reaction Okay. And then take out the ones that didn't, and then start growing my five minutes. I like I like that a lot. Now, okay, so yeah. that was gonna be my next question. So, like, my my biggest thing is I need a new five minutes every time I go up there, and, and I know that's not the point of an open mic. The open mic's supposed to be like to sharpen your sword, but um, you and other people do you know some some same stuff, some new stuff. They switch it up here and there. You don't think it's necessary to, to you know get new material every time you go up on stage? It's a waste of your time. To get new material? Yeah, because then what are you doing with the old stuff? How would you know if it works if you're not tying it into the new stuff? Yeah, I mean, I guess It has right. to flow, you know what I mean? And, and would you say that paid paid events definitely get more crowd reaction than open mics, right? So the last event that I did... It was a, uh, it's called a bringer event, which is where you bring people. You're selling tickets for your show. Right. You and sold so, the most tickets, right? Yeah, so out of the 90, 27 were mine. Damn. There were like 92 people there. 10 comics. And 27 right? were mine. 10 comics, and I brought 27 people. Nice. And so um, it was weird because they laughed when I got up there. But they're supposed to laugh because they're 
with me. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know if the jokes actually hit or they're laughing just because it was it was me up there. And it's funny you say that, though, because sometimes when I bring people to jokesters with me, I almost feel like they don't want to laugh because everyone knows they're with me and they don't want to laugh because they don't want to be the guys laughing at like at their pe- person. You ever get that vibe? Like your own people are kind of holding back a little bit? Right. So it kind of – And that's why – I don't bring, I don't bring anybody to the open mic. Ah, I see, I see. Okay. Because you want them to see your, your, your actual finished stuff. You don't want to see, you don't want them to see you growing the joke. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Because then it's not going to be funny when they see you live. Ah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. And I got a funny story, dude. I haven't had the opportunity to apologize to you and your family. It was the biggest shit show. So Chris invites me to the comedy show. I end up going. This is my first time meeting his wife, his child, his friends, his family. I'm over here shaking hands, making rounds. And my fucking clumsy ass fucking knocks over a a guy's beer. I'm pretty sure got on the baby. Probably got on your wife. Got on the fucking friends. I was like, oh, no. It was the worst way to meet someone ever. And it had to happen to me. Um, so, uh, so I would say, I would say 90% of the people that I brought were, uh, military friends. Oh yeah. 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 One guy for sure. You could tell he had military written all over his ass. Yeah. So, um, they're all people that I've been stationed with throughout the years. So I had one guy from California, one guy from Guam, a couple people from Randolph, the, the guy that I actually had to buy it, his beer, no, I didn't have to, I, I, I did it, but um, he's a pretty cool guy, right? He's a pretty friendly guy. Yeah, he actually has a, um, he has a streaming service for gaming. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Are you a big gamer? Is, uh, I am not, but I follow him because I support the, the dream. The movement. Yeah, um, and actually he, he's getting paid to do it, so he's Damn. doing something right. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He did a six-hour streaming service and made like 150 bucks. You can't beat that, huh? Mm-hmm. Sitting from home doing what you want to do. Now, quick question. Are you, you ready to play this quick game? I, I don't know how uh, your, your, sen- your, your sense of humor level, because this game can get pretty fucking crazy and weird and awkward. Okay. But okay. It's, it's called Answering the Awkward Internet Questions. It's a okay. YouTube channel that I follow. It asks you the most random, awkward questions. I filtered it to where we don't ask you, like, crazy, crazy questions. Like, a couple weeks ago, I'd ask LJ, would you rather have a good hand job or a bad hand job from your grandma? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go that route with you. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just because I don't want you to be like, what in the fuck no, is no, this no. guy talking about? So, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got eight or nine, but we, we may not go through them depending on time. Um, let me just ask you a couple of them real quick. If you could pick one celebrity to be your wingman at a bar, who would it be? And unfortunately, I don't think I can consider myself a celebrity quite yet, so I'm off the board. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, such a solid answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's turning him down, huh? No, no, no. Yeah, I just imagine he gets all the ladies. Yeah, solid. Now, if you could... If you what would you rather prove that aliens are real or ghosts are real? Aliens. And why? Uh, because I think 
we are too naive to think that we're the only ones. Right. And so I saw this documentary. Um, this guy Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm familiar. The astrophysicist. He yeah. uh, he did a documentary on Netflix, and he was talking about where we stand in the in the galaxy. And he like zoomed out, and we're like a, a grain of sand on the beach. And he's like, for you to think that we're the only the species. Earth is. Yeah. Oh my God. And he said we're just one part of one huge part. Damn. And so for us to think that we're the only ones is crazy. Ghost would be pretty interesting just because you would know that you, your family, your friends still exist when you're dead. I don't know if I I I wouldn't want to meet a ghost. Really? Nah. I I was kind of torn on that question. Question number three. you You already died, bro. Would you rather not be able to eat or drink while watching sports again? You're thinking eat. wings, you're talking pizza, beer. I'd rather not eat. You'd rather not eat? No. Nice, okay. I think I'd rather not drink. I don't know. What? I'm getting too fucking old to be drinking, man. Like I get hangovers real easy and shit. Yeah, I for me, I don't drink. Oh. I'm a sober, I'm a sober guy. I don't drink, I don't do drugs, nothing. No alcohol? So, Nope. Dude, I, my dad passed away when I was like 13 from alcoholism, and I always said to myself I would never do it. Dude, my dad's a huge pothead, and I chose not to ever smoke for that same reason. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, I I, I could I could totally relate to that for sure. Um, on that note though, hold on, real quick, I'm gonna go back. Sports, eat, drink. Oh, dude. So on my first, I, I know me me and LJ veer off all the time. My bad. Um, my first time doing comedy, I thought it would be like good if I'm like kind of loose and kind of mellow. Nope. And I took a uh, two shots and drank a couple beers, and I think I was pretty drunk by the time I got on stage. Never again. Yeah, you you were rambling. Yeah, never again. <laughs> oh man, I felt terrible afterwards. Okay, next question. If you could, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. If you uh, would you rather wear a pair of shoes one size too small? Or your clothes one time too small, one size too small. What would you rather do? The clothes. One size too small. Okay. Right. So you don't. Yeah, mind. because I can always lose weight. Okay, I got that. You, you come with some clear answers. I like it. Yeah, because you can't, you can't uh, shrink your feet. Here you go. What is the fiercest animal you think you can take on in a fight? Ooh, that's a good one. The fiercest animal I could take on in a fight. I'm thinking like a blue healer or something. I could probably take on a mid-sized dog. Yeah. We're talking jaguars and rhinos. I don't know, man. That's some pretty, that's I don't some pretty gnarly animals out there. I got some sick animals, uh, but I don't think I'm, I'm, I can take on something like that. Maybe like a boar. Damn, okay. I could probably take a boar. Okay. Well, I, I know like if, a, if anybody's like picking on me at uh, Jokesters, I know who I'm running to. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I had seen some shit that looked like, uh, who is it, Pumbaa from Lion King? Yeah. I saw some shit like that run across the street the other day. I'm like, nope. Did you see the I news article where some guy fucking shot a, I don't even know how big of a... It was like 400 pounds, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, some fucking big-ass bull type Yeah, that's crazy. Bull shit. Yeah, I'm not talking about nah. them. No, no, no. Would you rather have your wife's hair 
or would you rather your wife have your hair? Listeners, I want to let you know, Chris, you either have no hair or you have very little hair. I, I think very you're bald, little. right? Yeah, so the question is, Mandy, would I rather have your hair or you have my hair? I've I, seen your wife's hair. She has really nice long hair, right? She has nice hair. Not long, listen. though. It's long, yeah. I always said <laughs> that if I had hair like hers, her and I would not be together. So she's getting, she's going, she's getting faded up. No, yeah, she would have to lose it. Oh, I'd, I'd gain no. it. No man I'd bun. Take her hair. Nope. Oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> if you could fight one person to the death and switch lives with them, who would it be? Ooh. Like, if I could fight one person to the death and switch places with them. Like you'd almost think Justin Bieber, but like Justin mm-hmm. Bieber, like. Actively trains and shit, so I'd hate to try to fight yeah, him and ripped. get murked. Um, I'm thinking maybe one of them Stranger Things characters, you know, one of them kids. Yeah, they they have it pretty pretty nice. Yeah, the kid with no teeth. Or maybe Takashi? No, not Takashi Six Nine. I was thinking of some weak yeah. ass rappers that I could beat up, but he's. Did you he's, see him on on the stand today? Yeah, I, and you probably oh. don't know this either. I was a huge Takashi fan. Listen, I. His music bumps. I thought so too. Gummo. Ugh. Yeah. Billy. I mean, yeah. I was a fan. Day, I mean, I was even a fan of all of his antics. Like I, I thought it was dope yeah. that he was challenging all these big cities and San Antonio and L.A. and Chicago and New York and and pulling it off. I, I was really riding with him. So it's kind of sad yeah, to see what happened. Yeah, he, he was he was messing with some monsters though. Yeah, man. he sure fucking was. He sure the fuck so, was. Um, and the minute he got caught up, he was telling everybody. Yep. Yeah, sad story but, for sure. But his music still bumps, man. Oh, I, they did an interview with Tory Lanez today, and Tory Lanez said he would still work with him. Uh, for, I, I think if he comes out of, of prison in the next year or two, he can still be really relevant. I think so. I 50 Cent said that he would never take his phone calls again. Yeah, well, he Gummo, a lot of his songs didn't have features anyways. I think... I think uh, I think he'll be alright. We'll, yeah. We'll see. I think so. It, it was like an Onyx feel. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. That's what I liked. Oh yeah. I, I was I was a, I was a fan for a while. So yeah, I, I would probably first, go. I'd album probably go. Was dope str- too. Oh, dude! It they, the albums just kept getting better for sure. Yeah, I, I, I like I said uh, that guy OG Spanky Loco I had on the podcast was beefing with Six yep. Nine. Yep. He and, banned uh, him from LA. Yeah, 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 and I got him on the podcast, and uh, I don't really agree with the whole checking in thing either, man. Like, that's the gang culture, though. Yeah, I get it, but like, so I've been watching YouTube videos. Um, um, there's a guy Queens Flip, not too um, with him, from man. New York. Uh-uh. He has a podcast called The Quiet Room, uh-huh. and he interviews the OG Bloods. Mm. Like the original five that that started it all, right? And they go into six nine and why they brought him in, and it's pretty interesting. You have to send me that. Yeah, I like, yeah, I but, like that. Uh, but I mean, the the way that they speak and how casual they are with just giving people uh, it's called the buck fifty when they slice you from the ear to the to the mouth. Uh huh. And it's because it's one hundred and fifty stitches. Damn. And so the way that they talk and how casual they are with giving people 150 stitches is freaking crazy, and I don't understand. 
how you can live like that. Ah oh, man, like like it's it's crazy thinking that he went to prison. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like just because he went to prison, period, he's gonna have more street cred. I understand that he's gonna be labeled like as a snitch and everything else, but uh, apparently he's his sentence isn't gonna be near as hefty as the rest of them. No, like the, his manager shot. He just got fifteen. Fifteen years, right? And a couple other people got more than that. Yep. And he, I think, I, I think everything that he's serving right now is gonna be considered time served. So like yep. shit, he's already been in there a year. I think a year in September already. So uh, I bet he served but, another I mean, one or two years. Best. If you're a snitch, that's a lifetime bar. You'll always be in jail, just minus the bars. Right, right, yeah. Uh, but but they've also made several good points that uh, man, times have changed, man. These kids really don't really give a fuck about snitching and the street code and and crazy, and, and people your age and people my age. We understand it a little bit better, but um, the twenty-one year olds, twenty-two year olds, they, they just you know they do anything for the internet. Uh, I'm assuming he'll I don't be get all right. it, man. Like uh, I was I was watching that guy Boonk. Uh huh. The guy with tattoos on his face? Right. And yeah. uh, him going into Dunkin' Donuts and stealing donuts and stuff. And he did it just so that he could promote his music. Yeah, I told you. I didn't even know he was a rapper. I, I, I can't recall any song. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I can't recall any song. That girl, um, Catch Me Outside, yeah. she's like, she has a gold record. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I forget what it's That's called. Crazy, yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, now you said to be a, uh, uh, a California artist. Who's that guy again? Oh, yeah, Young Drummer Boy. Yeah, there you go. His music was pretty hot. Yeah, he goes hard, man. They, they're comparing him to Nipsey Hussle. Shit. They say like he's like the Hispanic Nipsey Hussle. Young there. Drummer Boy? Yep. Yeah, I'm about to check him out again, for sure. Yep. Now, what, what are your thoughts on uh, SPM? You a big SPM fan? South Park Mexicans? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife is a big fan. Already, he was my favorite growing up. Him, yeah, Paul but then Walker, he caught a charge, right? He did. He did. <laughs> he did. Um, that's a whole other story too. He got like forty six years in prison. Yeah. For shit that they didn't even have real evidence on. They just went based on that right, right. Uh, statement. Yeah, forty six years. So, 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 just uh, I'm picking your brain real quick. I, I know we're running short on time, but. Um, so how would you feel? So apparently he slept with a thirteen-year-old. Right. When she, this is a, this is two different cases, by the way. So he slept with a apparently molested a nine-year-old that was staying with his daughter, but he yep. also apparently slept with a thirteen-year-old girl that was employed at a strip club. Must have used like yeah. false identification, used uh, yeah, fake yeah, IDs. I that story. He got her pregnant, right? Got her pregnant, right? So he had right. his first son with this girl. And yep. then, like, that gets brought to light. But, like, I understand, like, you should be able to definitely tell a 13-year-old from, like, an 18, 19-year-old yeah. girl. But if a girl's working at the fucking strip club, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a tough call. And, and, yeah, and then, like, he call. tells the story about how the 9-year-old, uh, the 9-year-old's mom and him used to sleep together. And she wanted money, and he wouldn't give her money, so... She put the nine-year-old up for it. I don't know. That, that's a whole another story. But he was yeah, my favorite uh, Mexican rapper for sure. Yeah, he went hard. For sure. I, did, I heard some of his stuff. You're not too familiar uh, with it, though? Not really. Um, being from New York. But I, I, I try to dabble in all the music that 
Because, yeah, in you seem pretty knowledgeable in the Texas Texas rap scene when I, when I was talking to you about it prior. Yeah, yeah, I like Zero. Yeah. I like uh, Bun B. That Pimp C album when he came out, that was dope. Um, that you old, the old, any UGK stuff is dope. Dude, uh, um, we had a Zero lined up to be on the podcast. He calls, he, he I talked to him on the phone. We're about yeah. ready to record. I'm waiting for fucking LJ's ass to give me a call back. And we're trying to get him on Skype. And he didn't want to get on Skype for it. He said he had Skype. I had asked him. I said, you have Skype? And he said, yeah. I said, okay. For, in order for this to work out seamlessly with my friend from, my co-host from Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., I said, can we call you via Skype? And he sort of got his response was, uh, legendary, my, my, my middle name. And I said, huh? And he said, legendary is my middle name. And I said, like, I said, is that like a username or something? Because I'm not even too familiar with Skype. I'm like, what is that? And he hangs up. And I ain't never <laughs> talked to him again. So, so uh, and, and not a fan. Thug, yeah, not a, not, a, not, a, not a fan anymore. He pulled a Tim Duncan yeah, but on that, him. That dude is, that dude is smack a few people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's scary yeah. looking as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't want to keep you any longer. I know I told you only 20, 25 minutes. We're already at the 35-minute mark. I apologize. but No, yeah. no, no. I'm not in a rush. What were the other questions? Well, there's only one more, but this is the okay, bad one. one. I, this, this is one I, I, I added at the end because I was like, you know what? Just to end it off, I'm going to have to like really – it's, it's going to be an awkward as fuck, but it's funny. Okay, it's funny to me, goddammit. So as a comic, you can't you – can't, you got to take it, all right? Take it on the uh-huh. chin. Would you rather sleep with a guy and no one knows about it? Or not sleep with the guy and everyone thinks you did. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. That kind of goes back to a question I have for my little brother. First of all, I don't care if you think I did. As long as I know it didn't happen, I'm fine with it. Okay, okay. But uh, my little brother, um, we were watching, uh, I don't know if you remember, MTV used to do those True Life. Oh, for sure. Shows. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And they did one about... Uh, being a gay porn star, uh-huh. but they were straight in real life. Yeah, yeah. And so I asked my little brother, yo, I just saw this episode. They pay, I said, would you ever do gay porn? And he goes, hell no. And I said, but they pay $5,000 a scene. And I got real quiet on the other end. I'm mm. like, ah, uh, you considered it. <laughs> it was funny because like that, that comic in Houston had, had made a, remember that one joke he had? But see, that's what we were talking about. If you think, if you look back at his jokes, they were mostly dick and gay jokes. 100%. 100%. And so we, there was like no content to them. Well, that's, that's why I kind of switched up my first five minutes compared to my second five minutes is because like, my, I swear to God, my friend was like, dude, we, we kind of broke it down. He's like, what was everybody laughing about the most? Sex, jacking off, dick, this, that, and the other. He's like, you, your shit was way too fucking G, bro. He's like, you need, to, you need to make it a little bit more vulgar. And I was like, all right, bet. But like... For whatever reason, people think dick jokes are funny. People think, you know, the sex jokes are funny. But it's the shock factor. So yeah, yeah. As, a, as a startup comedian, that's what you, that's what a lot of people gravitate towards because right. it gets the most laughs. And so, what else I've noticed is the louder people. The guy's like, God yeah. damn it! It's like, oh, yep. shit. Yeah, like you said, it's the shock factor. Like, oh, shit. Like, he just really fucking screamed on the mic and they start laughing. Yeah, like there was one joke I had heard a comedian say. He said, um, um, I was messing with this chick, doggy style, and um, she had said, oh, that's uncomfortable. And he said, oh, that uncomfortable, that's a big word for a 12-year-old. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, ah. that's cringeworthy, man. 
Some people laugh like you said just because they don't know what else to do. I'm gonna have yeah, uh, you know Anthony Anthony A. Yeah. I'm gonna have him He's on. Dope, the, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have him on the podcast too, man. He he actually just posted a picture with Takashi Six Nine. Uh, he he has pictures like Post Malone, and and I want to pick his brain about like his job outside of Jokesters, but I also want to talk to him about like you know hosting at Jokesters, and just because like. Like, I know for sure I'm not the funniest motherfucker there, but, like, he laughs at some shit that is yeah. just doesn't make sense. And I know it's his I job, kind of. I think kinda. he gives it. Right. I like, think he gives people that. I, yeah, no, honey, he has to. He has to, especially yeah. being, like, but, like, does he ever feel like, God damn it, like, these guys fucking, me, you, you know, anybody, like, does he ever think back, like, fuck, like, I know I have to host and I have to laugh and I have to make it for yeah. him, but damn, some of these guys fucking so, like, suck. Um, I'll tell you a story. When I first did my first open mic, he hosted, and a guy named Big Al hosted. Uh-huh. And um, for those of you that don't know, Big Al is a is a local comedian that's traveled I, the world. I've actually I, he he actually hosted a LOL a lot, right? He doesn't host LOL. Nothing I know of. He have a, he have um, a mustache, kind of kind of sort yeah, of bigger. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I know. Him. If yeah. he does host the LOL, it's the shows. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It was a paid show. Yeah. I went to go see uh, Bobby right. Lee, I think, and he and he, uh, he hosted that. Right. So, um, and uh, Bobby Lee's podcast is hilarious, by the way. He's fucking hilarious um, for sure. He's my favorite um, stand-up comedy that I've seen live, by the way. He killed it. And and to think he does not have um, he doesn't have any confidence in himself. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. Um, he he's never shot a special. Mm. Um, but the. The night that I did the open mic, I shouted, I shouted him, uh, I shot him a IM, uh, or a DM on Instagram, uh-huh. and he, he responded right away. But you talking about Big tips. Al? No, uh, Anthony. Anthony. Okay. Responded right away and said, yo, you're hilarious, this is what you need to work on, and he didn't have to do that, you know what I mean? Right. And so, um. That's kind of how I feel about you, by the way. But, I mean, that, that's why I did it. Because of people like that, right? Like, so is he a stand-up comedian? Yeah, he actually. Like I, yeah, no, actually, I've seen him like dabble in. Like I seen, I, I started following him a couple months ago. So he was in New, New uh, Mexico, and I seen him, you know, do some sets over there. But I didn't know, like, is that what he was like? How he was got known? Like, so he's, he's been, from New Mexico. But I'm talking about stand-up. Like he, he has like he's like a like a vet almost. Like he's done this a yeah, lot. Yeah, like he, he's a comedian. Right. Okay. First. Damn. I didn't see that shit. And he brings the comedic, the comedic part to the show. Have you seen uh, him to live the radio before? Show? Um, just on open mics. Oh, okay. Is he funny? I guess he's you, pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta have to say yeah, but. No, no, no. I, I, I dig his stuff. Yeah, I think okay. he's pretty funny. Okay. No, but he has a, a mic at home that he practices with. Ah, I see. I see. And that's what I was thinking of doing at my house is having the mic because a lot of the things that you work on as a new stand-up, where do you put the mic? Right. Uh, do you use the stand? Do you get the stand out of the way? How much time does that take? Oh, All that sure. you play into the five minutes. 100%. And man, yeah. five minutes, man. That That's the fastest five minutes of your life when you're up there, right. man. And so what you're doing is you're auditioning for a job. Right. Right, so the manager of the club could be there. And Marsha, man. Marsha's su- super duper nice. Like, she's super yep. friendly, man. 
I'm, 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 I'm very pleased with that place. Like, I, I don't know if it's the best or worst place to do uh, open mic, but I haven't even attempted to go anywhere else because, like, I, I like the staff. I like Marsha. I like the people. Um, yep. I just don't like enough. I don't like that sign and shit, but whatever. And, and so uh, what, what's been happening is that halfway through the list, a second host comes on. Right, right. I've seen that. And, and this host, the second host, he doesn't, he's a lot looser with the light. So for everybody that doesn't know, when you have a minute left in your set, they light you. They right. give you a light yep. to let you know you got a minute, close it up. Um, this guy, like, doesn't light you. So you don't know how much time you got. I was up there one time like seven minutes. 100%. Yeah, I've seen several people do that. And so, But Anthony's very good about that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to get Anthony on... Uh... Sometime this week, sometime next week, I was just I talked to him a couple of days ago. We're gonna we're gonna get it on soon. Um, I just I, I want to take uh, I want to take a photo with them and uh, kind of promote the episode that way. Maybe get them to do a quick video. Same with you. If I can get you to do a video, yeah. maybe take a picture with you on Thursday if you go. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll do it that way. So like um, uh, another thing that Anthony did that he didn't have to do. There's a comedy show in Jokesters this weekend. Right. Yeah, the Mexican um, dude, right? I forget his name, but yeah. Right, Jerry Garcia. There you go. Um, I was like, yo, how much are tickets? And he hit me back and said, yo, if you help me with the crowd, don't worry about it. And, and I was like, yo, that's how do, dope, how do you dude. help him with the crowd? You know, like, greet people, see them into oh, there. Oh, nice, nice. So, like, uh, he doesn't have to do that, you know what I mean? Right. And this guy's on Takes a little uh, Jerry Garcia's on his chest. And Jerry Garcia's on HBO. Yeah, I've seen that. So this is a big comic coming into town, and he's letting me letting me in and helping out. That's crazy. Yeah, I think fucking Chingo Bling was here too, not not too long ago, right? So Chingo Bling and Jerry Garcia are like tied. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah. So um, Chingo Bling has a thing on uh, Netflix called "They Can't Deport Us All." Right. And Jerry Garcia's in it. Oh damn! I almost watched that shit. Yeah. And so, um, so they've, they've been tied together for, for a couple of years now, Damn. but Chingo Bling and Anthony A know each other. Oh, no way. Yeah, man. Anthony yeah. A would be a nice, um, a nice, uh, resource to have in your back pocket if you got in close with him. And the thing is, he's, he's dope. He's a oh, cool man. guy. Super nice. Like you said, I, I'm right with you, uh ridiculously nice like you said I, I dm'd him instantly responded back said he would be on the podcast i told him it was going to be over the phone he's like he's like i understand it could be over the phone he's like but if you want to do it live you know how do you how do you do it you know i can come through blah blah blah. so i was very very impressed with anthony and uh did he give you his phone number uh i'm not too sure i'm not sure okay because i was like he, he said he doesn't give out his phone number he only checks his dm and i'm like you're a damn liar right so i'm like if he gives you his number i'm gonna i'm gonna call him out no, I have definitely but, um, have his phone number. You what? I definitely have his phone number. Do you? No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hit him up. Like, no, I'm playing. No, uh, uh, dude, like, yeah, it's a, it's a dope dude. So hopefully, after you, I get him on next. I think that's the, that's the direction I'm gonna go. He's a super cool dude. Like him, King. Uh, I don't know if you've met King Quasi. Yeah, I, you know what? And, and I should be biting my tongue right now, but fuck it, it's on Wex. He, he was one of the ones I like him by the way We follow each other On social media yeah. But he was the one That kind of kept Putting people ahead of me That night And I was like Come on right. man So it's part of the uh, You haven't earned your strike Right yeah No I get it I get it for sure But yeah but, he was uh, the one That did it He's a very friendly yeah. guy though I talked to him afterwards too 
Very nice guy. And he, um, he's the one that'll check, that'll respond to the DMs right away. Oh yeah. So he's the one that put me on the showcase. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was I was showcased in in comedy when you do open mics. The next step is to showcase at a club. So that means that you're putting in enough work, and people see your talent that you're now showcasing at the club, and that you're that's like the next step. Right, and, and that just comes with uh, just getting people to laugh and the host catching that and reaching out to you. Yeah. Um. So King Quasi saw me at um the Elbow Room. Right. And I did an eight minute set, and I did really well, and. He pulled me aside and said, yo, I want to put you on the showcase. And I was like, all right, cool. And then two weeks later, I got a call that I was on the showcase at LOL, which is a big deal because on Tuesdays, um, they let people in just like jokesters do. Uh But their crowd is better. Like more willing to laugh, hopefully? For sure. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of comics, but there's a lot of people that just come in from the street. Yeah, no, I, I went right to there. open mic before I even like thought about really considering com- comedy. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. went to open mic at LOL before just to go, just to go. The, the only thing is that there's is a four minute set. Ah, that's a so, that's a that's a difference maker too. It doesn't sound yeah, like it. Yeah, that's a difference maker. Yeah, because five minutes sounds like a lot of time, but then you get up and you're like, shit, this isn't a lot of time. Oh, for sure. Four minutes, man, four minutes, you crunch it. I remember uh, my first time I was doing four minutes, or sorry, the first time I, I went up there was five minutes, and then uh-huh. I went the next week to watch, and there were so many comics like, all right, guys, we're cutting it down to four minutes, and I was like, holy shit, I don't even know what I would do, because like you said, I was timing my shit prior yeah. to, to going up there, and I, I just had yep. five minutes worth of stuff, and and if you're telling like a story, you really can't cut the story off. Like it, it right. kind of put me in an awkward position. Where I was like, man, I really hope when I go up there, they don't uh, they don't tell me four minutes. Thank God they didn't. And so um, the the reason that I like going to jokesters and um, like the one I go to on Mondays is pretty cool yeah. because it's all comics, and so you get more feedback on your stuff from the comics. You, you, you don't take it with a grain of salt, depending on who it is. Depending on who it is, like I said, you, there's always those like those know it alls. Like, yeah, I would have done this and I would have done that. Yeah, like um, the guy from Houston gave me a tip oh, on no that way. 9/11 joke oh. that I got. You know what? I, uh, would you just go ahead? Because I, I had a I had a I had a one to give you a tip on the 9/11 jokes. I want to see if it's the same. So so he told me. Um, for those of you that don't know, the joke is not that I'm making fun of 9/11. Right. Um, 18 years ago, I went on stage, and BET said that if you can give me a one-liner, I'll give you a gift card, the, the guy from BET. And so I got up there, and as I was getting up there, I was already the class clown. Everybody knew me. Right. And uh, people were like, yo, this guy on stage, he's hilarious. Watch. Watch what he does. And so I get up there, and I say, why did Bin Laden kick his wife out of the cave? Because he opened her legs, and out came Bush. And it was crickets, <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was complete crickets. Oh, and uh, I, I heard in the background, "Come on, man, some people died." And so I'm like, "Oh man, I feel like shit." Right. And so the guy like ushered me off the stage, and Ugh. it was. But uh, the guy from Houston said, "End it with that was the second thing bombed that month." Oh and yeah, like, there you go. There you go. So I tried that, and I got a bunch of groans, and I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to use that one. 
You know what I was thinking of, just with that specific joke, and take it for what it's worth, because I am I'm mm-hmm. nobody to, to criticize, not criticize, give feedback to anybody. Mm-hmm. I was thinking when you said it, and again, you know, when you're watching comics and you're trying to get into it, you know, your your mind's racing on, oh, I would have said this, or I would have said that. Mm-hmm. When you said 18 years, I wanted people, like, don't don't mention 9-11 right off the bat. Just mention, mm-hmm. like, I did 18 years ago, da-da-da-da, it didn't really work because of 9 like. You mentioned, I feel like you yeah, mentioned like take off 9/11 at and the then beginning. Put it at the end. Yeah. yeah, and then drop it at the end, and people be like, "Oh, like that's like oh but see, shit." That was only the second time I did that joke. Right, right, right. So I, like, had, I had, uh, I had winged it. Yeah, no. one time, and it worked. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like the joke. I, I definitely think you should should do it. But while I was uh, while I was watching, I was like, man, he mentioned mm. 9/11 twice. It would have been better if he just did it at the at the very end and have people be like. Oh shit! That was yeah. eighteen years ago. And so, like, you were there that night. You saw some people bomb that night. Oh, dude, yeah, but I thought you you did great. Like I said, maybe it was the twenty seven people, but man, I uh, yeah. <laughs> you had I was every laughs, like yeah. yeah no yeah. The only thing about your set, and it, it happened to a couple people. It wasn't just you. Is sometimes it was hard to hear just based on the the bar. I guess they were right. like clicking, clacking. The they glasses. were loud. And yeah, I was they were loud. Throwing them into the jokes. And uh, I don't know if it was when you were on set or when somebody else was on set. Some lady was like, "Can you shut the hell up?" And I was like, oh, "Yeah, that was shit. my uh, my old coworker." Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved now, it, man. The only thing is that the audio from that night is terrible. Really? Why? Why? Yeah, why so you is don't that? hear me. I don't know. The guy's mic was messed up on the video. Huh. And so he didn't pick up the uh, he didn't pick up most of the jokes. Man, I was but, so proud of you that day because, like I said, I, I only watched you maybe twice before that. But man, like, yeah. and again, I think it's man, I think it's, and I, I get discouraged going up there with jokesters, and I have to tell everybody, it's, it's, listen, man, because when I show people the video and stuff, they're like, man, nobody laughed. I'm like, dog, everybody goes up there, and at eighty percent, not that many people laugh there. But like, yeah. when when watching you, perf- like. You pretty much you you showed up and you performed when the lights were brighter. I felt like mm-hmm. okay, we see you at jokesters, and again, it, maybe it's because just the energy's a little bit you know dead it's there. Different. But man, and we, so I'll send you the link of my showcase from LOL so you can see um, um, the the things that I already know that I need to work on my confidence, um, my stage presence, right, and where I put the mic. So I have a habit of putting the mic closer to my stomach. Okay. And the the rule is there should be at least a there should be no more than a fist um, distance between you and the mic. A fist distance. Yeah. Huh. I never so if that. it's more than a fist, it's too far. Okay. And you and keep so, it on the stand the entire time? No, no, I take it off the stand always, but I put it on my stomach for some uh, reason. I see. I see. And, I, I, but that's I the old military in me. Right. So, um, I got a big old stomach. I'd probably just rest the mic a little bit better for me. Yeah, so I just got to bring the mic up a little more. I'm not used to it. But you're used to doing interviews and stuff. Right, right. I don't know if you use mics on them, but. Sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes, depending on who it is. Yeah, so the, 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 I have a hard time. And plus, I see people that look a little. They're not hygienic. And their mouths are all over oh, this mic. dude, I was thinking the same thing. And so I'm like, uh, I don't want to put my mouth on <laughs> I this. I was thinking the same thing before. So, I was like, oh, no. So I try to keep it away from my mouth. Yeah, Man. Because I was at one show one time, and the guy said, uh, just FYI, I have herpes. Oh. He rubbed his mouth all over the mic. Oh, and I'm like, no. bro. 
That's bro, gross. come on. You still got like 15 comments after you. For sure, dude. That that yeah. that makes me reconsider everything right now. Gross. Yeah, but when you work on your stuff, the first thing I do is um, I try to get there early. Okay. And I don't know how much time we've had already, but um, I, I'm not in a rush. I don't know if you are. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. Uh, so when you do your jokes, the uh, first thing I do is try to look out the look at the lay of the crowd, right? And see what see what's funny. Like, see, is, is there like one time I was at an open mic and this this adult man was wearing a cape. What the fuck? Exactly. No one mentioned it. So I'm like, I'm gonna get him. I don't understand why he's here in a cape. Uh, but um, he, he was dressed like a vampire. It was like a fucking Tuesday. In August, like it had, there was no reason for him to dress like that. Um, but you you start looking at what is going on in the crowd, and so for me, I always do something with my appearance. Um, at joke at the showcase, I said I'm from New York City, but I'm a Cowboys fan, and the reason that I'm a Cowboys fan is because I needed to find a team that my immigrant cousins couldn't uh, cheer for. So I picked America's team because they're not American. And so it it killed. They laughed at it because uh, I said I picked America's team because fuck those guys. And that's how I start. And so I start to get the giggles and then I go into the 9-11 joke and then the volcano joke and then I go into... Because I got something that I'm working on now that I think are going to do really well. Uh, I want to try them at an open mic to see. Now, now with the open mics, though, man, uh, dude, how, how, like, as a comic, you know who I think is funny? But, again, man, I shouldn't even be saying names, but uh, I I don't give a fuck. Uh, First impression, I think he's a funny guy, by the way. I think his name is Alex. Reyes? Yeah, I, I like him, like, as a comic. But, like, yeah, yeah. he kind of cracked a joke on me after I was done. He's like, uh, I like his watch. That's about it. And I was like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, see, as the host. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And it was my first time. Like I said, I was so pissed off that way anyways. Right. But, like, as a comic, I thought he was fucking funny. It was, it was kind of right. an awkward funny, but it was funny. Yeah. He does, um, and so he does this thing. There's an old comedian named Sam Kinison. Uh-huh. Not familiar with him. Uh, Sam Kinison was a scream comic. And that's where you scream the, the, the punchline. Uh-huh. And, I mean, like, this guy was, like, bad. Like, uh, if you ever look up, I'll, I'll send you a YouTube clip. But uh-huh. uh, Sam Kinison would scream at the top of his lungs to get the jet, to get the laugh. And um, it, it was crazy, but... Alex reminds me of that type, where he's like a Sam Kinison, right? Where yeah, he'll kind of scream the joke, and, and like, like I think I think why it works too is because he's so quiet. Yeah, for like seventy-five percent of the joke, right? Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he just yeah, it gets a little louder, a lot louder. But the problem is that you don't expect it, but then after about five, eight minutes of it, you're like, wow, man, I got a headache. Yeah, no. Like, man. like I told you, a lot, a lot of people that that uh, man, um, another guy too. Um, I don't want him to beat me up, but he's because he could definitely whip my ass. Uh, was loud than a bitch. 
and uh, had a lot of people laughing too. But sometimes I think it's volume. But then again, I'm just trying to analyze everybody. Who is that? Some big black guy with pink hair. Oh, Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool people. No, yeah. No, I, have, I haven't had the opportunity to talk to him personally. But so yeah. the reason that he wears pink hair is He's because loud. of his daughter. Okay, okay. Yeah, he, uh, he, he he wants a representation of her on stage. Ah, okay. But he's also like 6'8", so no one's going to fucking exactly. say Exactly. Hey, I don't even want to say him by name because he, he will huge. beat the life out of me. Yeah. And he, he was, uh, there's a podcast I heard him on. I think I heard Actually, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee shouted him out. No way. Yep. Because um, I guess he opened for Bobby Lee or... He knows Bobby Lee. Shit. Personally. You gotta be nice to this But, um, but uh, that podcast that he did, he talked about having a fight and like facing like five guys by himself. Uh-huh. I wouldn't put it past him. That oh, dude no, is huge. Dude, he's fucking Andre the Giant, bro. He's yeah. fucking huge. And then he, the jokes that he does, you're like, what? They're vulgar for sure. Oh, yeah. Like I said, without yes. giving too much out, they're vulgar for sure. And, I mean, yeah. he, he has a personality on him for sure. He's a character. Yeah, for sure. He was definitely cool. No, I met him at, uh, after the jokes. Oh, really? After he did his set. Yeah, he was really cool. Yeah, no, he, he looked like a cool guy. He and then cool. I met his wife afterwards, too, and she was cool. Oh, no way. Dude, uh, man, I'm just calling out all these comics. I love it. The fucking lady that goes fast without taking a breath has me in tears. Who's that? Some lady said she went to prison, but the whole time she's talking, she's talking like this and she's talking like that, and then she's talking like this and it's oh, yeah, five yeah. She's the minutes older lady, of like, yeah, nonstop talking, doesn't take yeah, a break at all. She did like seven years, I think, in jail. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's an act or not, but she's staying that she's she's sticking. With I don't story. doubt it, man. I don't doubt it. That's for sure. Because she has the prison, she has the prison. Uh, like uh, demeanor. No, hundred percent. You put on fucking yeah. uh, Jailbirds on Netflix. There she yep. is. Yeah, she's talking about being a lesbian and all types of crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, some some of those minor details that she said in her joke. It's like, all right, those are real. You can't make that. Yeah, you're up. like, no, you, you can't, can't make, make that, that up for sure. Nah. That's hilarious. Um, there was that girl Abigail. Yeah, I know her too. She got up there, but uh, I, the the few times that I've seen her. She has uh, uh, been too intoxicated. Is that what it is? So she kind of slurs. Uh, she rushes the joke. How, how do you become a, a host? How do you become a host on those? I don't shows? know. Because I almost uh, I don't know. Like I'd almost feel like I'd be better at hosting than you know. She she got to host that guy Alex host uh, like quasi yeah. host. Uh, and see, quasi has the demeanor for it. Yeah, quasi's good. He's uh, good. Uh, Anthony has the demeanor for it, but then Alex is more of a reserved guy. Right. Then he starts doing his jokes, and you see that this character come out, but it doesn't come out in the hosting. Right, 100%. Right, 100%. And so uh, I don't I don't know how how he got chosen to host, but um, he's, a, he's a cool guy. He's just uh, hosting, man. Yeah. He's, he's very loose with that light, man. And, and, and I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty reserved – you know, when I'm there, I, I don't like, there's several people that kind of just like linger around and, and just talk to com- comic. And that's what you should do, yeah. by the way. I'm not, I'm not docking that at all. I, w- I wish I, I could do that. Some people kind of just like linger around. It's like, Hey man, what's up man? Good set. Da, 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 and, and you know, meet people that way. But man, I, I don't, I don't know if it's what, what it is, but I can't do that. I, I try, I try to, to uh, yeah, so I try to sometimes it just doesn't go well. Which is why I go early 
I and I make it a purpose to shake every comic's hand. Damn, nice. Yep, yep. So that they know that I'm there, and I know that they're there. Nice. I'm they don't know to... who I am, but they they know of me. Right. I'm gonna have to take that. I like I like that approach for sure. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna so, take that. Are you gonna Are you gonna be there on Thursday? Um, I don't know. My son's in Boy Scouts, so that's what's been uh, hindering me right now. Right. Is, uh, selling popcorn and stuff for him. But if I don't hit jokesters on Thursdays, I go to there's a open mic in San Marcos. I try to hit nice on Saturdays. It's a pizzeria. I try to put myself in these. Awkward open mics, so that when an awkward there, right? Yeah, so that when an awkward situation arises, I'm ready. Because I did. I you've heard the DP joke. Which one? The the Dr Pepper joke that I do. I don't know. Did you do it that night? With my son. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I did that one at the pizzeria, and there was like three people there. And they, they got crickets. You don't ever get discouraged. Like what? What this? La- I, I, I'll end it with this question: What makes uh, you keep going as a comic? I, I know. You, I know. You, I've seen growth in you. Yeah. And I've only seen you three times, so like you must have seen crazy amount of growth. But like, what? Like, cause, cause like you said, pizzerias, jokesters is like fucking tough to perform sometimes. Like as uh, as a comic, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? Um, I like the camaraderie. Okay. Yeah, I like the um, the camaraderie. I like being able to create the joke uh-huh. and then saying, oh, man, that's it. funny. That's funny. Let me see if that works. And then when it fails, I'm like, wow, that's only funny to me. That sucks. Yeah, that's how I felt uh, night one. Like that that second time you went up, you did um, you did five minutes on jerking off. Yeah. I would have I cut that off after like minute one. Really? Yeah, because it, it wasn't getting as many laps as you thought. Yeah. And now you, I would have gone back to the drawing board on that one. Well, I got new I got new stuff, buddy. <laughs> I've been in the lab. I got this one that I'm working on. I'm excited. I want to see. I think it's going to hit pretty well. When do you um, see it, man? I don't know. I, I got to get back out there. Okay. okay. I got to get. So I'm going to take a class with Big Al in October. Oh, dope. What kind of class is it? He teaches a writing class. Oh, nice. Like for full jokes? Okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, um, it's 150 bucks for six weeks. Damn. Like, is it two nights per week or something? Or how does that work? One night a week for three hours. Damn. And then at the What's end the of the What's the math on that? Three times six, 18 hours of class? Yep. Damn. And so, uh, at the end of the six weeks... He does a showcase with all the students, and they perform ten minutes. How uh, how many students does does he have a limit on how many can go in? There? I think it's like five or six at a time. Oh, dope! Nice. Yeah, but it's either at jokesters or the bear stage. I don't know if you've heard of the bear stage. Bear stage, no. Yeah, um, it's a theater like a for um, like plays and stuff. Hmm. No, not familiar. With it. Yeah, they don't have a showcase there. You bring your friends, and then you perform for everybody. Nice. Well, you got to keep me everybody keep me updated on that. Yeah, everybody who's taking it has said that they they can see growth. And the thing with Al is, if he 
helps you and puts your his stamp on you. Right, opportunities, doors open, I bet. Opportunities open, yes. Oh, for sure. Yep. Well, like I said, I know you got a family. We went over an hour. I appreciate it. Hope to see you soon, by the way. Like I said, if you can try to make it out Thursday, make it out Thursday. I got some new yeah. things I'm working on. Um, people that don't know Chris, follow Chris on IG. Where can they find you? Uh, I am Chris Grulon. Uh, G-R-U-L-L-O-N. Yeah. Perfect. And then uh, Facebook, Chris Grulon. And just keep in mind, I've been ra- fucking raving about you the last two episodes that we've talked comedy. This guy took yeah, me under yeah. his wing, sent me videos, gave me a lot of encouragement, a lot of advice. So from me to you in person or over the phone mm-hmm. technically appreciate everything you've done for me already man thank you yep. and uh hopefully it's I get that showcase scene, man. all right bud well, I appreciate you thank you all right man good, good night. night yes sir Bye. yo that was my boy chris gulan 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 chris christopher gulan good 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 guy um, again, man, night one, the first fucking night, he, uh, he, he called me over to him, you know, said, Hey, I, I do this. I do that. You know, you know, stay, stay, uh, enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey. The growth is going to be crazy. It's when, when you look back in a year, it's going to be a completely different John on stage. So keep your head up, man, and keep doing it. And, uh, man, the first night when I was so frustrated and, and I knew it didn't really go well for me, uh, I was pretty discouraged and hearing him say that, you know, Lifted up my spurts, and I feel a lot better now. So, Chris, if you listen to this, man, I'm going to fucking appreciate it. One day I will be able to to give the same motivation and same encouragement to another new comic, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. On Wax the Podcast, Jay Hen, LJ's coming back soon. Chris Gulan, we out. <laughs>